Hello, 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 world. This is your girl, Tiffany. This is take two of episode four because the first take did not save. So here we are again. But either way, welcome to episode four. Today we'll be covering questions 34 through 50. We're still talking about personality, emotions, and feelings. Today was a heck of a day. I almost got in a car accident this morning, driving on a 10, going to work, dark outside. Something was in the road, a a wheelbarrow. I didn't see it, but I did see a car in front of me with some sparks uh, flying. So I thought, oh, they must have dropped dropped a chain or something. Shoot, before I knew it, I'm swerving to the left, swerving to the right. Got out of work, kind of find out I had a uh, dent in my car, paint transfer, and everything. But by the grace of God, I'm still here, able to give y'all this podcast, my therapy, very therapeutic. I think I skipped some questions on episode two, questions five and eleven. So if I answered them already, and you gonna have to hear the answer again, but I'm gonna go over them either way. Question number five. Where did you go? Question five. So I recall now that I've already answered question number five and 11. So we'll just jump right back into the questions for episode four. Question number 34. If you had to be a different nationality, what country would you have liked to be born in and why? Um, I love being an American, African-American. But if I had to be born to a different nationality, I would be Egyptian because I think Egypt is a beautiful place and it looks really nice. And I think that's where everything started. So I'd be a Egyptian lover, Egyptian lover. Question number 35. If you were given $50,000 to throw a party for all of your friends, what sort of party would you put together? I will put a big old beach party together with barbecue seafood fruits and vegetables it would just be one big old cookout on the beach $50,000 worth everybody whatever they want from one end of the beach to the next I mean food fun and laughter and happiness all the way through that's what I would do with my $50,000 question number 36 are you a morning person a night person or somewhere in the middle I'm typically a morning person, but I'm probably going to have to go with someone. I'm going to have to go with somewhere in the middle because if I have something to do at night, I'll stay up for it. But my average bedtime, like I said before, is between 8 and 9 p.m. But I'm definitely a morning person. Question number 37. Do you think you would prefer a calm, loving, consistent marriage or one that was full of excitement, wild times and rocky patches? Well, me and my both, me and my honey both answered this question, and we would like a calm, loving, consistent marriage. However, we do have a wild, rocky, <laughs> exciting marriage because we are still learning each other, and we get into it all the time. We got into it this morning. We just got into it <laughs> right now when he took the baby out the car. It's crazy, but we both eventually we'll have a calm loving consistent marriage (laughs) question number 38 
Do you think you are a fairly typical woman in the way you think, act, and believe? Um, I don't know what typical woman is, but me, yes, I'm a typical woman for my age, culture, nationality, I guess. Um, I don't think I think like the average woman, but I do act and believe like the average woman or typical woman. Question number 39. Are you one who adapts to change easily? Can you cite some examples? I don't want to say easily, but I do know how to adapt to change because change is going to come. Ain't nothing you could do about it. All you got to do is, um, like like we say at work, adapt and overcome. An example of the time I had to, do, had to change, um, I was going to be laid off my job or I had to relocate. So I decided to relocate from Southern California to Northern California. And it was one of the best things I've ever done in my whole life because I found myself. I created my own family. And I had a really, really, really good time. I'm back home now, but I had a really, really good time. So, yeah, I can easily adapt to change because change is consistent. Question number 40. Do you have a child's heart? sometimes and what sort of childish things do you think about yes I have a child's heart (laughs) my saying is I'm a kid till I have a kid now that I have a kid I have to be an adult but I still do childish things and I still do kid like things like I love going to the park the beach uh going to Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) doing stuff with my son that um I could say it's for him but I'm really enjoying it at the same time and childish things that I would like to do is dish work and throw a tantrum but that wouldn't really be becoming of myself because I'm an adult now but if I could I would question number 41 are you generally an optimist pessimist or realist well I think I'm all three because I always believe God is going to take care of everything that's my optimistic side um I feel like my pessimistic side is my belief in the Murphy's law that if it can go wrong it will go wrong case in point today at work we are having an amazing day (laughs) I mean, it was just so chill. I swear, 40 minutes of time to get off work. I get a situation that I had to handle because I couldn't go home till it till it got handled. And I didn't get off work till 345. It was crazy. And my realist side comes from my mom because she always taught me to look at things from every possible angle, every possible outcome. If plan A don't work, you got 25 more letters of the alphabet. So I'm a realist in the sense that life happens and you just got to deal with it. Like, you know, you would like you got to prepare, expect the best and prepare for the worst. That's the best thing my mom ever taught me. So I'm all of the above. Question number 42. How often do you cry? What situations often bring you to tears? Well, I can't say how many times I cry, how often do I cry, but I know I cry at least three days a week. <laughs> uh, not necessarily three times a week, but like three days a week, because within oh, seven days, I'm probably going to cry three of those seven days. Not once, not twice, probably several times. What type of things bring me to tears? Um, arguing, being overwhelmed, sad stories, happy stories, happy thoughts. Um, touching Facebook stories um, when people get in a situation at work or my friends going through something or my husband's going through something anything will bring me to tears I'm, I'm, a, 
I'm a sensitive Sally. <laughs> I'm a big softie wrapped in a hard shell. Question number 43. What makes you feel secure and safe? Uh, family, friends, healthy relationships, knowing I'm in a good space with the people who are around me. Uh, my job helps me feel secure. My my marriage. Um, I don't think I... I the Knowing God makes me feel safe and secure. Um, just doing the right thing makes me feel secure because I like peace. I like stability. So those things I equate to um, to being stable. So as long as I'm stable, I feel safe and secure. Question number 44. Do you tend to analyze your decisions before you talk about them or do ideas and thoughts blurt out without much forethought? <laughs> As me and my sister always say, I'd say B is slightly less putrid, meaning I do not think before I talk. I talk all the time. I've, I'm not docile or reserved. I've never been taught to, you know, like stay in a woman's place or, you know, women are supposed to be seen and not heard. I was always taught, speak your mind, say what you got to say. A closed mouth don't get fed. So nine times out of 10, I say what I got to say and deal with the consequences later. So I'm a, I'm a blurter outer. Question number 45, would you describe yourself as a peacekeeper or a troublemaker? I'm definitely a peacekeeper because I don't like drama. I don't like, I don't like mess. I don't like nothing where I, things got to get too rattled and too ruffled and they can't be uh, handled. So I'm definitely a peacekeeper. I'd rather just everybody get along. Let's go on about our day, go on about our business and keep it pushing because I don't like mess at all question number 46 what type of social gatherings do you prefer small groups or large parties well crowds scare me because to me a whole bunch of people equals a stampede if if stuff go wrong so i like small uh small groups particularly family because i i love family i'm really big on family so anything where family get together even though i have a large family but small settings are really good with me small groups small settings um, just a couple of people. I don't need too many people to feel like we're having a good time. Just a couple of good, solid people around me, and I'm cool. Question number 47. Do you like to be the life of the party, or do you prefer intimate one-on-one -on -one conversations? I prefer intimate one-on-one -on -one conversations because I do not like to make a spectacle of myself. So being the life of the party, trying to get everybody to see me, pay attention to me, I don't need that. I don't want that. I just, you know, I'm cool. I'm mellow. I'm chill. I'm go with the flow. I don't need a whole bunch of uh, attention. I really, really don't. Question number 48. Are you more of an introvert or extrovert? Does it change depending on the crowd? I'm an extrovert. No, it doesn't change depending on the crowd. And as my sore Jerry says, um, I've never met a stranger. So if I meet you, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to make you feel comfortable. I'm going to make sure I'm comfortable around you because I... I feel like <laughs> quiet people, you got to watch them. So um, if I see you, I'm going to talk to you, see what you're about, feel you out, feel your vibe, and then go from there. So, nah, it doesn't it doesn't change depending on the crowd. I'm always going to be me. I'm always going to be the, hey, how you doing? Um, friendly person, you know, that's just who I am. I'm a super extrovert question number 49 do you experience pms 
Is it mild or severe? How does your mood change? And for how many days? How do you want to be treated during your menstrual period? So clearly this question is only for me. And yes, I PMS. <laughs> it's mild. I really don't have a period for that many days. So uh, maybe the first day. But I made a, a conscious decision a long time ago that I didn't want myself to be lumped in a category of oh she's being a bitch because she on her period if i treat you a certain way it doesn't matter what day of the week it is that's just who i am and that's just how i'm gonna treat you or the situation but i've decided that my period is not going to dictate how i treat people because i don't want to be a stereotype and i don't want people to think that it's okay or i don't think that it's okay to treat people a certain way just because you're going through something inside your body so no I don't I don't have severe mood swings and my mood doesn't change hardcore but I do PMS where I'm just sometimes I don't want to be bothered but I still I still you know do what I gotta do it's just it's just a certain time of the month that <laughs> extra things are coming out of my body okay last and final question for episode four question number 50 is what do you tend to to be humble about and when do you catch yourself being arrogant well i feel like i'm humble about my accomplishments because every time people say man tiffany you've done so much in your life um i i don't i don't feel like it's something that i should brag about because it's things that i feel like i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to be a a, a wife a mother i'm supposed to be a good citizen i'm supposed to be um I'm supposed to go to school. I'm supposed to, you know, be be productive. So the things that I've done in my life, I don't really feel like I um I need to you know, I guess you don't know, but I'm humble about the accomplishments that I made in my life because I think there are things that I'm supposed to do. I find myself being arrogant when I know when I feel like I'm in a situation and I know I'm right, so then I get like a little puff in my chest like, "Well, I I know I'm right, so when you find out that I'm right, I'll be right here waiting on you to for you to tell me that I'm right. So that's when I'm most arrogant. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm mostly humble for the most part. All the most of the times I'm humble. And that concludes episode four of a thousand answers to a thousand questions. Tune in next time for episode five for questions fifty to the end of the page. <laughs> Actually, it's 50 through... Oh, good. It's 50 through 60. Episode 5 will be questions 50 through 60. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you heard, share this podcast on your social media and support this podcast by listening all the time. Thank you and have a great day.